What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Brew Jackets podcast. I'm your host, Lance, and with me tonight, as usual, I have Kevin. And below us, we have our special guest for the night, Bjork Swag. Um, What's going on, everybody? And yeah, he'll be joining us for tonight's discussion. We're going to be talking about some really fun stuff. Um, We're going to be talking, uh, we're going to be doing a little interview for him. Uh, We're going to be talking about last game a little bit, and then to cap our show off, uh, we're going to be talking about um trades here at the end so i don't have i don't have any show notes so excuse me if i'm a little bit off at the moment um so i don't have any questions written down this was kind of all last minute i've been really pressed for time this week um it just so audio listeners know uh audio listeners out there Yorkswag is not on camera just so you're aware i will describe you know what me and kevin do on camera at certain points as well um, so let's start her off with a couple questions. All right. So first and foremost, Owen, well, otherwise known as Bjorkswig. Yeah. How did um, you find out about the Blue Jackets? What's up? Sean? So, Ooh, Sean, Jif. I love Jif. Um, so, um, my earliest memory of actually being on this earth is at nationwide with my dad. Um, he took me to a lot of Blue Jackets games. Um, my dad was an original season ticket holder when I was just a wee lad. I mean, I'm I'm 24 years old. I was going to ask, how old are you? I mean, damn, that's yeah. I'm about as old as the Jackets are, so that's why they're an easy team that um, kind of resonates with me. They're kind of like you know I can identify with because I've been beaten down in life and I just keep fighting and clawing my way back kind of like how the jackets are still trying to keep relevance in the NHL and keep one day lift up. the cup yeah yeah i mean like the i mean as time goes on like literally at some point in time from here to the next 100 years like there's got to be a chance right there has oh, yeah. to be i mean right in 31 by the time you know my life expectancy being like 75 ish right right that gives me 43 years and in this I mean, that's like a ridiculous amount of time there's got to be <laughs> there's got to be once at least once well, i mean i mean this draft is looking like a possible savior in the making possibly yeah very much so um everybody wants to, to say it's bedard it's fantelli just saying well and yarmo <laughs> Uh, Yarmo has, in the last few years, really stepped their draft game up, in my opinion, too. Oh, absolutely. And and it's not just, like, picks that you would think. It's people that are completely off the board. I mean, even though he hasn't played much this year, Chinikov started the preseason and the year off pretty strong. (laughs) So, I mean, that guy's still baking. He'll be back soon. Yeah, he'll be back soon. And we'll be ready to go again with him. And imagine him and Marchenko on the same line, the Russian studs. David Yurichek on defense. Ugh. We'll make the 95 Red Wings look like a peewee team, I swear. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. honestly, I would if, you know, obviously everyone wants Bedard, and I get that too, and that'd be cool in the event that the Blue Jackets get it. But they got Fantilli, that'd be okay too, because if you look at the history – of players that the Blue Jackets have had that have played hockey at Michigan. It's turned out well from a, from Jack Skilly to Jack Johnson to Zach Wierenski to Ken I, Nick Blankenberg and so much more. Bjorkstrand. They've gotten good players. <laughs> no, um, 
I agree with you, Kev. No cap. That's why I almost play into the Bedard memes. I kind of just um, force that um, as a possibility. Like if I meme about it all day long, it's just it gets like the possibility of it's not going to happen. Have you seen um, how we got our first overall pick in franchise history? It was through a trade. We've never, ever had number one pick in the lottery before. So um, I blame Gary Bettman. Um, yeah, that old geezer. I don't know, man. We're too. Well, he only wants like huge market teams. To I mean, Columbus sounds enough years. like Canada, so he has to hate on us, I guess. We're just across the just across the lake. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're border with them. Yeah, I guess that what's that's what it is. It's prejudice, you know. Keep the Coyotes high. Keep the Blue Too Jackets far north. Low. Yeah. Right. right. Speaking of which, I did buy my first Coyotes jersey. Oh yeah, did you get yeah. the maroon one with the white? Little lines it's, and cactus. It, it's the purple one from the year before. I got a Kessel for like a steal of a deal. No shit. That's a yeah. great get too. He played for them for quite quite a while. Mm-hmm. He uh yeah, a couple years there. But if I get bothered with the Kessel, I'll just get a nameplate for Bjork swag. Oh, the purple one around. with like the coyote split like white and yeah. orange on the front. Okay. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like the bottom trim around that too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And of course, it's a, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, our wonderful uh, Sean Butcher, he's one of our faithful, uh, faithful few here. He says, as long as Bedard doesn't go to Chicago, we're Gucci. Yeah, my dude, absolutely. I um, mean, Vancouver's really pitching in. They're they're coming in hot from the middle yeah. of the pack. Like if this was a race for Bedard. Well, and then we even have to worry about like what Vancouver and Montreal, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of Montreal fans seem to be, you know, they're not too, like, highly on uh, getting him. But, like, then again, you know, we've seen the Rangers get the number one pick after playing in the playing round in the playoffs. Which is yeah. the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, imagine. Playoffs, you, you get, get the, the first. Yeah, you get the first overall pick and make the playoffs. That's awful. <laughs> so, okay, you know what the deal is, right? So, the first, uh, the very last team in the league will get to choose no later than third. Yeah. And then it goes down from there. So, second to last, fourth. Third to last, sixth. But that means that, like, there's still a lottery. It's still left up to chance. Like, why mm-hmm. doesn't like the NFL does it? Like, if you're the last team placed team in the league, you get the first pick, right? Right. Like, I, think I mean, I think that's NFL how it is. works. I don't know how the NFL works. I think it should do that because, like, man, um, yeah, Montreal is last in the Atlantic, and realistically, they're second to last in the Eastern above us, <laughs> Blue Jackets. And we got Chicago and Anaheim coming in there. Just about tied with Chicago right now at 34 points apiece. They have some possible trades coming up too. I mean, we'll get to like the Blue Jackets trades here soon, but um, definitely have some. So, uh, okay. Another couple fun questions real quick I got for you. So when you're at Nationwide, what is your go-to snack or food or whatever? What do you do? Like drinks wise? So So me and the swagman. Shout out to Swagman, uh, Zach from uh, Big Booner, CBJ, <laughs> and um, my boy, CBJ Jacob. Uh, we all, oh, get, yeah, uh, I've seen him on Twitter. Man, no, we all, all three of us, we go get jets right before the game starts. Jets, and, okay, uh, whatever soft drink. I usually just get water, yeah, um, a bottle of water. If I was I'm to cheap. get anything like outside of nationwide, it's going to be at our bar, right on. Yeah, got to get a Union soldier in me before I go in. Hell yeah. <laughs> I knew Kevin right, was about to do that. They're probably what, like a quarter of the price there? <laughs> oh, they're good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, that's about a quarter of the price. Damn. At least a third of the price. Because but uh, Nationwide alcohol prices are, are incredible yes. to me. Four bucks yeah. for one of these at our bar. I mean, it keeps you from getting drunk. You can only get a couple before you're mm-hmm. broke. <laughs> Really ridiculous. Yeah, before you um, have to get a second mortgage on your house. <laughs> always, always great to have Owen on the show. Good guy. He has a great cough. He does fun Twitter spaces. He does fun discords. A Blue Jackets fan extraordinaire, and so much more. Yeah. Hey, do you know we have a Discord? 
anyone out there listening or watching, don't forget. You can find it on our link tree. I think it's like very yeah. few people right now. <laughs> and you know, join join both discords. Join oh, what, both of them. Sure, send me an invite. I will. Uh, <laughs> Kev's in our Discord. The Borny vibes in. Nice. I am in the Discord for nice. Owen does great Discord, fun stuff. That would have to be um, other than Nash, my first favorite Jack. It would have to be David Viborny. Like he was the OG Bjorkstrand. Before. I'll be a hundred percent with you, man. I am a fairly new fan to the Blue Jackets, yeah. like within the past. Mm-hmm like five, six years, right? Yeah. What's his last name again? Viborny. Viborny. Was it, what was yeah. it first? Was David Viborny. David, okay. Number nine, the original number nine. Nah, he was... He he walked so Bjorkstrand could run. I love him. Oh, he's from Czech... Okay, cool. From Czech yeah, shout out, David, shout out David Viborny and Rustislav Klesla, both of them. The Czech boys oh, yeah. that... Gave us man, our first school. original culture. Yeah. Oh, man. You were basically born and raised in Nationwide. That's pretty cool. It is. I mean, that guy lives live a little too far away. Till you, like, mm-hmm. I just didn't even like, hear about it much because, you know, unless you were like either into hockey beforehand or near Columbus, you just. Yeah. You know, That's I knew why the Cleveland, that... Cleveland Monsters before I knew of the Blue Jackets. Well, yeah, Cleveland had a bigger hockey presence before the Jackets had come to Columbus. Lumberjacks. Think, yeah, the Lumberjacks, and the Barons. Um, and Columbus just had that had the Chill and a couple other minor pro teams that played yeah. in the fairgrounds. Cincinnati had the Cyclones. Actually, I think yeah. they still exist as like an ECHL team. Yeah, yep. the Cyclones are ECHL. I know Cincinnati's also had some teams... Cincinnati was the first uh, team that had Mark Messier. So you know how Gretz played for Indianapolis, right? Yeah. Mark Messier's first pro team was the Cincinnati Stingers. Damn. Not a lot of people know that, but he started his pro hockey it's career here Stingers. in Ohio. I've never heard. That's weird that, that that's our mascot name now too. Is that why are they not, uh, is that why they? I them I I want to I want to talk to somebody about that because I think they've put that little Easter egg in and nobody else has caught on to it. But I'm like, kind of catching on to thinking that that's why. Huh. It really, it could be because like, huh. Because, because they already have a reference in Cleveland. The Cleveland Monsters is their AHL team. So like, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. That, no, that this, seems real low yeah, key, the, but like. If you look at their, the logo of the Stingers, it's a, it's a yellow jacket in the shape of a C. Oh, so dude, that'd be sick. No, um, you can get repros on um, a site. I'll have to link you the site, but I plan to get one of them and a Crusaders jersey at some point. Oh, I see what it is. Like, like a little yellow jacket with the C, mm-hmm. bottom of the CBN tail. That's pretty cool. Yeah, as a kid, I just would look up random like hockey history stuff. Like, huge fan of Bobby Orr and the Bruins. Like, if I was to go through and pick all my favorites, like, the Bruins are my favorite original six, and my favorite West Coast team is obviously Seattle, just because Bjorkstrand. Dude, I like I actually like Seattle too. I mean, I'm not a their big team. Bowie. I mean, yeah, that's the only thing I don't like about their team now. He's just not a fan. I mean, um, Dave Haxtell, I had my I had my doubts about him, but I guess he's he's the right guy for the job so far. Dude, I mean, you had to go over that first year Blues, you know, and. Yeah. Yo, Killer Beast two twenty five oh eight. How you doing tonight? Thanks for joining us. They oh, it's hey. Wyatt. Wyatt, let's go. Yes. Yes. Kevin, insert sexual comment here for Kevin. Love y'all. <laughs> Wyatt. Oh, Wyatt? Is it Wyatt Thank you, Wyatt. Thank you. I What's up? Uh, Thank you for the comments. Yeah. For uh, context. Um, so in the Twitter space and in the Discord, we have our own little funny inside jokes. And uh, Wyan is basically like Quagmire. He's always making a sexual comment. So I, I, <laughs> so, so I always, you know, jokingly make fun of him and say, no, nah, Wyan makes a sexual comment. So that's what that's, a, what that's about. So thank you, Wyan. Good, sir. Kev has a bingo card for everything we do in the spaces. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I do. It's uh, if, if, uh, if, uh, if, uh, if, uh, if, uh, 
see right there if Owen is Owen that smokes weed and if he coughs so that right there if Ryan, you know it's medically legal in Ohio you know. no no I, and I get that. yeah but like if Owen uh if Owen coughs that's one on the bingo card if wine makes a sexual comment that's one uh we have there's more <laughs> uh, there is more um there's we have a good a, a guy named Hartsey who is a a good black gentleman a good guy if he says the n-word a lot so if he says the n-word that that that's <laughs> you know and uh William who he's 14 but he looks like, like yeah I like William too William he's 14 but he looks like he's like 22 so like that's kind of a joke you know and like that's hilarious if he if he falls asleep during a Twitter space or a Discord, that's another one because he does that a lot. You know, we have our friend uh, Just a Bystander who lives in America but sounds like he's from Canada the way he says out and about. So, you know, that's another one. And just so much more. We just have great times on the Twitter spaces and the Discord. We just do a lot of shenanigans. We get into a lot of shenanigans. We do. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm distracted right now. I'm currently trying to... <laughs> Like, okay, so I have my own Twitch with like under my hefty duck name, but I'm currently trying to figure out how to ban this guy from my Twitch. Uh, and I'm just, I'm, I'm running out of ideas. Uh, you guys need to keep talking for a bit while I figure this out. Well, all right then. So, <clears throat> Monitor. he says, keep talking now. I'm blanking. And immediately it's like you're blanking. Okay. Well, okay. So, <laughs> Last game that the Blue Jackets won against the Oilers, that was they played a good game. They, they Boone Jenner scores the first goal, then they get down two goals. But then Kirill Marchenko, who's like just really good for, for the Blue Jackets this season, he comes back, scores the goal, and that was just a goal where he just got the puck and just kind of won a board battle and just just kind of just shoved it in there. So it's two two, and, uh, and then Kent Johnson with a great shot in the overtime. Great shot, puts go. it on net. A beautiful goal. The Blue Jackets win that game three two. So that you know, good job, Blue well, Jackets. We all, well, if we didn't get hosed by the referees in Calgary, we would have swept in uh, Alberta. Hey, look, we got a couple Rickle more pick. comments here. Rickle pick, say the line, Kevin. Oh it's yeah. Oh yes, yes. Okay, okay. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. This Sharks, is another are you one. Drinking anything? No, here it is. Here it is. It's not. It's not the N word. There's another one. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, we get it. Um, we play uh, cards against humanity sometimes, and when Cartsy is the cards are, I have won rounds by just sucking up to him by saying Cartsy is the greatest black guy of all time. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And I've won rounds doing that. So there you go, Hartsy. I've done the it. Blank card. <laughs> All right. Killer B says, don't forget out and about. Out and yes, about. out and about for our friend. Oilers. People Oilers. watch the Oilers. Uh, only when they're playing my team, right? Uh, That's not <laughs> it. For our friend, just a bystander who lives in America. It's a valid question, though. The Oilers. Valid question. They only watch um, David and Drysaitel. They so, turn it off when they're off the ice. Yeah, right. Uh, um, a little bit more about yeah. Then I think we'll talk about some trade rumors here. I think we're gonna not don't have to really talk much about the last we, game. I mean, it's really ridiculous how they just kind of like did amazing for a while and then just lost in overtime. Like mm-hmm. just lost. Just you know, okay. We, we. It's like, have you ever seen that SpongeBob episode where Plankton's trying to get him to like assert himself, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's like, and he got his ice cream now give stolen. It to him. Yeah, you're right. And SpongeBob goes, "Okay, you can have it. <laughs> Let him have yes. it." And then that is what that. I mean, for anyone else out there who knows what I'm talking about, if not, I'll post a clip on Twitter at some point. Um, yeah, they just like they're like, "Okay, you can have it." No, I got to do that edit next time we do something like that. I posted the meme on. I do. I have it. I literally have a picture like I made, and no, like nobody got like, understood. Oh, I want to make like saying. an actual video version where oh. we have the score <laughs> on SpongeBob, and then just dope. give and he gives him the game, and the score changes. 
like dude it's just i mean you know like at a certain point i gotta laugh about it otherwise i'm gonna cry about it like you know it's it's whatever i'm not well that's why my brand's so good at being shit posting because we're shit right now <laughs> well yeah and up. like you just gotta be real about it to the point where like you know um you can laugh about it at least like joke about it because it's like it's not getting any better like the rest of the season like even if they win like every game from here on out it's not i mean i was i mean i was under the fire larson meme but like if you look at his contract he just he's got only one more year on his contract with us like what's the point in firing him this year if we're already tanking because we still have to pay him anyway yeah we still gotta pay him I, I don't believe that there was an intentional tank. Uh, I believe, 100% believe the Blue Jackets were prepared no. to play this season. From the get-go. <clears throat> we and aren't we're, tanking. We're just hurt. Yeah. Like, like every like I mean, it's it's a joke. If I say tank, don't don't take it serious because we're literally hurt up the wazoo. Right. Yeah. Like I mean, five five plus key players were hurt at one point in the season. I mean. Hell, there's there's a nightly scare of everybody getting hurt. And the most recent one. Yeah. Gus Nyquist. Did okay, we'll talk about him Finally, later though, yeah. too. Talk about him later though, too. Yeah, dude. I mean, with uh, as soon as like uh Line went out like second game, right? Um yeah. like, as soon as Rowinski went out. <laughs> um yeah, it just didn't seem well from the beginning. I mean, were we uh, like 100% going to make the playoffs? No, maybe not 100%. Absolutely not. But it, we would at least not be the, the exact. I had, I had my expectations at a wild card or just missing out. But this. Right. But like, hear me out, though. I did have a conversation with, I'm going to name drop again, Zach from uh, Big Booner CBJ. Um, had a conversation with him. He's like, you know. I wouldn't mind if we uh, just tanked for Bedard, you know, and look what we're, I mean, it's not really a tank because we're hurt. Yeah. But like, then again, you know, yeah, just because we are, might as well. Yeah. We might as well. (laughs) No, we might as well be giving some young guys Uh, some minutes and some, and some guys who haven't had the time heal fully. Exactly. Just might as well. That's why I think a lot of injuries are happening now. Although, like, so, like, if we were in contention for a wild card spot or, or like, the playoffs, dudes would be playing more. Like, Blankenberg, like, I don't know what's wrong with his wrist. I, I'm assuming it's yeah. just, like, a sprain or some shit, like, something that he'll get over pretty easily. But, like... Mm-hmm. You've seen guys that have played with pulled and, gro- like, torn groins and shit. Like, jaws and shit. Yeah, right? knee Ugh. injuries and, like, that shit's wild. Just for me. the chance like, of the cup. Yeah, yeah, how warriors are, but like when the season's like you know out of contention for a playoff spot, you might as well just play some of the kids and some of the guys who you know aren't like gonna be playing a regular NHL spot, you know, for the rest of the season. And yeah, let's go for a decent draft pick. I also think, in regards to Nick Blankenberg, I think that you know, I appreciate the way he plays, he plays bigger than who than, than what he really is. And, all that effort and talent and grit, but I also think that he's got to learn how to play the correct way because he is a smaller dude and that he can't take the hits that other people can't take. So as a smaller dude, you're going to have to learn how to play just a slightly different way compared to other people. And that's a lesson that Johnny Gaudreau, Cam Atkinson, Panarin, and a whole bunch of other people that are smaller guys have figured out that because you're smaller, you're going to have to play a different way because you can't take the hits that other people can and stuff. Yeah. I literally think he's like, he he's using like too much strength, mm-hmm. like of his own strength. Like, I really think like he, he just needs to learn to pick and choose his moments better. Yeah. I believe because yeah, I mean, it's not that he's not tough. He's a hundred percent tough. He, he made it, he made a cross site, like cross the entire ice goal. On a broken ankle. With a broken ankle. Right. <laughs> guys give guys give it hundred and twenty percent when he should should just like slow down. Ninety to ninety five. Yeah. Right. Especially when he's, you know, got something going on with his wrist or he's <laughs> scoring goals on a ankle injury. Yeah, right. Like I just feel pop, like pop dabbing him up from the other side of the rink with the fucked up ankle. It's like a fucking hundred and fifteen 
feet or something like that? It was just above the blue line. It was like above the red line. So, yeah, I'd say it was closer to 170. Slightly angled. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was pretty wild. So, uh, yeah, hopefully everyone can remain healthy. Uh, So, like, you know, let's uh, let's switch over to talking a little bit. I'm going to talk about Gus Nyquist first. Um, And because he possibly could be one of our – uh, one, one, a trade from the Blue Jackets here recently, yeah. even with his most recent injury, and here here's why. Um, he could feasibly come back like within two weeks of the end of the regular season. Right. It's possible. And if he's able to do that, he's able to be traded. And I mean, he if he's could go to a team that plays in the playoffs. Right. Who could use him even as a rental for now, uh, where we could get a, a couple picks for him, like, you know, the Jackets were looking for a first and a third, right? Okay, so here's what they got with David Savard, right? They got a first pick and a third pick, right? Mm-hmm. With like, yeah. when and they retained half his salary. Yep. Yeah. And, but then looking at the recent Bo Horvat trade, I mean, it, the value could be going up uh, with some of these guys like, uh, like Gabrikov and Nyquist. Right. I mean, everyone's talking about Gabrikov and Nyquist, so but there's a couple other people here yet, too. So, you know, um, you make an excellent point. Lou Lamarillo just raised Gabrikov's like, trade stock. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, Bo Horvat, like, he's a fantastic player, but, like, dude, yeah. they got, like, like, two players Let's, and a pick, right? I mean, yeah. Islanders fans can go, ha-ha, basement dwellers, K, but you all are fighting for a wild card spot. What are you doing going after Bo Horvat? <laughs> right. Because he could walk. He could literally walk if y'all don't make the playoffs. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Right, he could be a Bruin mean, next season. Yeah, you really want to be, like, more – um, so you want to know a rumor I've recently uh, recently saw as the Leafs were like looking at trying to go after Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner's not on the table, I don't think. I saw a bunch of those. Like even Buffalo was on him. Like what? I mean, um, shit. I should have kept cat friendly up. I just closed out of it. Uh, bring that back up real quick. So. I, I, I've never heard anyone like any other news outlets or anything. I've really just seen some rumors on Twitter about it, but I, I have seen people talking about Boone Jenner and possibly trying to get a trade going with that. I don't know, man. They, they got that one uh, is the one. That's the only one that I've seen that makes the most no sense at all because he's the one guy in the locker room that's holding everybody together right now. I mean, he's got like what, like a. He's got three more years on his contract after this season, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's he's literally only a three point seven five million cap hit. Yeah, that is better, dude. He's getting paid less than fucking Jack Rosovic. Think about it. Now, Jack Rosovic has one more year on his contract after this at four million could we see a jack rosvick trade there was a lot of people on the west coast that like him if i was if if we were to go off of my twitter gm deals i've traded rosvick at least three times and what if you know (laughs) a certain nick felino vouches for him and the bruins kind of want to pick him up Mm. I mean, they. I mean, they are looking for a center, right? So I, that's I why they were him. after Bo. Um, oh yeah. Now right. they're. Yeah, after, now that Bo's I taken. mean, and yeah. now that and now that Bo's gone, um, they're after um, our guy that we want, Dylan Larkin. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be a that's really what, good fit for Larkin. Damn. Yeah, I know. That's and why. Why? Why? was talking about it on Twitter. I said, "No, he's ours. Stop." <laughs> Interesting. Don't give it. Don't give um, Sweetie any ideas. He doesn't need right. any help. Uh, I am sorry for the interruption here to all viewers and listeners, but I must read you an ad. Uh, we have uh, we're going to be talking about football a little bit. We're going to get the Super Bowl coming up, and if no one else has noticed, we have a new 
uh, sponsor with us too um, through through the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, other way, Kev. Uh, we have uh, we have Raycon's uh, sponsor. Use code THPN for a discount at checkout. Um, a pretty new uh, sponsor to the to us. I mean, it's pretty cool. I know Raycon makes good stuff. Obviously, I'm wearing some big old guys right here, but check them out. You get a discount with our code um, code THPN. Also, with code THPN. All right, so two teams left. Super Bowl is upon us. And only like a couple chances yet to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57. What, week and a half? Yeah. Sunday in the week? Go Birds. Uh, you know, you can get uh, stepped up same game parlays. Uh, you can take a shot at an even bigger NFL payout, boost your wins. Uh, with, you can add like each leg up to 100%. That's, yeah, go deep with them. That's pretty pretty wild for me. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys know what the odds are for, for football? I don't really pay as much attention to football. I couldn't no. tell you. Yeah. Um, um, if they're anything like the college football playoffs, they're going to be massive. Who's favored to win this year's Super Bowl? I know that I I put a little bit of money down on some football last week. Payout was going to be big, but. Oh, man. Rest, oh, rest yeah. And speaking of football, of football, so it. We'll get back to this in just a bit because we'll talk a little bit more about football just a second after this. Uh, so the Chiefs are listed at odds uh, plus 650. Then the Bills are – wait. Oh, this oh. must have been at the beginning of it. My bad. Who's favored to win? Eagles are favored over the Chiefs. I don't know what those odds are. Anyway, look them up yourself. Look them up on DraftKings because – uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the Super Bowl and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. Check out my show notes uh, either on the audio podcast or below YouTube for more. And the football thing I want to talk about. Did you guys see that uh, some of the Bengals players were at the Blue Jackets game recently. Yes, I that saw was pretty that. cool. That was I pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Great to see Ohio sports teams supporting each other. Yeah, take I mean, it, Gene Smith. You know, <laughs> you know, stop using your, right. your plumbing excuses for why it can't happen at the shoe. Ignore the fact all the times that cold weather events happen at the shoe. Look at what uh, the Bengals and a whole bunch of Ohio sports teams are doing supporting each other and not using excuses okay fuck fuck gene smith all my homies hate gene smith Sean Butcher says, <laughs> really hopes kansas beat their ass right on yeah you're fine i don't i don't really give a shit about like i just <laughs> sorry yeah. for the struggle hashtag ad. <laughs> uh saw that on twitter yeah dude that was pretty cool i shared that on twitter so that was just pretty neat of the uh them to show up so i mean yeah because back when oh when the when the guardians the like cleveland guardians went to the you know, did their playoffs this year as well. The Blue Jackets made a post on social media wishing them luck. I mean, I don't I don't need to wish the Browns any luck, but um, <clears throat> you know, it's nice to see. Nice to see them um supporting other Ohio teams because we're all in Ohio and as far apart as we are um from Cleveland to Cincinnati. I mean we're all in the same we're all in the same boat. That's right. Ohio and getting shit on by everyone. Um, <laughs> unfairly. Unfairly. So, uh, going back to it, uh, Gavrikov, uh, do we know who's looking for a defensive uh, a defensive he's kind been, of He's been linked with Edmonton. A lot. I've been hearing that a lot. A lot. It's basically and, every, it's every other day. It's like, oh, the Blue Jackets and the Oilers and like the Oilers. Have and and, and I said it and I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it again. If Pugliarvi is not a part of the deal, I don't want it to happen. Yeah. I think Pugliarvi is a, a really yeah. good uh, because I, shoot for. I only push back on the Pugliarvi thing is that everyone t- said, oh, the Blue Jackets, you have to pick them. You have to pick them. And then Yarmo never really wanted him and picked Dubois. So if he didn't want him back then, why would he want him now? I mean, okay, yeah, but the thing is, he didn't know Dubois was going to be a dick. Okay, yes. 
Um, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people have eyes on him in Edmonton, and a lot of players. And I, I bet you Goudreau feels the same way. Feel a little less pressure to be playing in a market smaller than Edmonton for hockey. Like, I bet you if Pooley came and played with Line and a couple more Finns here, he would probably feel more at home than if he would up there in Alberta. Yeah, even right. though it's probably colder, more oh, like Finn, Finn like. i mean patrick line loves columbus i think i think the entire vibe of columbus matches the vibe of like a city of helsinki or temporary like that's why they had him in uh uh finland playing uh the abs you know oh yeah yeah right where it could be like a you know it's a big skiing town i know at least Mm -hmm. that tends to avalanche name and everything yeah um yeah, we had a couple, you know, several Finns on our team as well. Uh, so speaking of Finns, I mean, another one whose contract is, uh, you know, UFA. This, yeah, Jonas Corpusalis. Um, the way he's playing, it's good for the Blue Jackets. He's helped them win some games, not just this season, but in prior years past. But because the way he's played, he may have priced himself out of a contract, just like what's happened with Sam Gagne. When he, he had a one-year deal about league minimum during the 2016-2017 season. He played really good, had career highs and like goals and points, and he was really good on the power play for the Blue Jackets. And because he was so good, he just got too expensive and priced him, himself out of the contract and went to the, go play for the Canucks. So that, in my opinion, that same thing may happen for Jonas Corpusalo. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I with the way he's been playing, like I would honestly be surprised. Also, though, with the way that Elvis has been playing, if they don't keep Corpy, we have Tarasov though, and Tarasov's. I mean, he's an NHL goalie through and through, in my opinion. He's already proved himself this year. I think uh, more than once. He needs to be in Cleveland for now, playing games and not just sitting on the bench. No, yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, and for now too, I, I believe because I mean, like his first game back to the Monsters, um, he ended they ended up losing like seven to like four or something, and you know it's what it is. You have some good nights, you have some bad nights, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, yeah, I just uh, so I, so I don't want to get into talking about like you know personal problems or anything like that the players may be having, but. Uh, so, like, what do you what do you guys think? Do you think that I mean, we should really? I mean, Corpus is going to need be paid more. He's either going to have to be paid more after his performance this year, and how many games he's had to play, or he's going to have to be traded for something major, right? His value just went way up in the last few weeks. Um, I don't know who's looking for someone like Corpy. Could he help out in a playoff? I mean. There's there's been one team I I'm not gonna sound like a broken record saying this again but um, Edmonton has been linked to Corpy I mean there could be a package with Gavi sent that's why I'm thinking Pulleyarvi in a package or something Corpusalo also has been linked with Buffalo maybe because they don't have stable goaltending I mean Craig Anderson's playing out of his mind but how long can a veteran goalie play out of his mind you know Yeah. Their other well, goalie has stagnated in development. He's going up and down from Rochester and Buffalo. They got other goalies just rotating in and out. It's kind of a situation where, you know, they would need a guy, and Corpy might be that guy for them if they were going for the play playoffs. Trade for uh, Sandstrom. <laughs> Oh, I thought you said. No. I thought I literally wrote it, read it as Sandstorm. I thought you meant like the song. No. Okay. So there is a Darude Sandstrom meme we have okay. with him. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I'll send you the Darude Sandstrom meme. All right. All right. Um, yeah, just something interesting to think about with Corpy, just because like I don't, I don't want to see him gone by any means. I don't. I really don't want to. Oh, see absolutely. Him gone. If if um, there was a goalie, I'd like to keep out of the two. I'd like to keep Corpy. Um, I mean, I I really want. I Elvis just don't know to who's back to himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, Here's I would like to that about. too. 
so you know both Goudreau and Elvis and uh, a couple of other guys like they all have have had like their first kid like really recently yeah and what happens to your sleep after your first kid I don't have any kids myself but everyone says it when you have your first kid you just lose sleep yeah maybe that's just like the slight little bit that's affecting them just enough to really throw them off this year a little more too or maybe it's the fact that our defense can't let them not take 45 fucking shots a game on them. So there's that too. <laughs> All right, that's it's a mixture of both probably. Yep. And, and, the, and then, and the, and then the it gets injuries. in their head, you know? Yeah. And the injuries coming in, you have, and it's no disrespect to the defensive guys like a Bernie or a boat uh, or uh, a Christensen or Beirut or a bunch of other guys that normally be playing in Cleveland to their credit, they've done the best they can and helped the Blue Jackets win some games. But in part is that part of that defensive thing is those guys are playing in situations that they shouldn't be playing in, which makes the defensive issues, you know, not as good as they should be. But, you know, to their credit, they're trying to the best of their ability, given the situation that they're in. Sure. And I think they're doing well for the most part. Um, I mean, for the most part. I think if like that's what I'm really worried about with Gabrikov leaving as well too. Yes, we'll get Wawrinski back next year. Um, yes, we have David Yurchek coming up, but like I don't view Good Branton as a leader. You know, like he's older and he can be in maybe not sometimes. necessarily an on ice, maybe a locker room leader for the right. younger guys. Yeah, you know, it's I not necessarily a leadership role on ice. For him so on the ice, the it's ice. supposed to be, you know, your captain, your goalie who are kind of directing people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and no one, no, no one has screwed with the Blue Jackets this year because they said, oh, shit, the Branson 6-5-2-20. And Olivier, too. And Olivier. They're like, oh, 6 5 20 I'm not going to fuck with that. Nope, no cheap shot. I mean, I mean, Olivier gave Lou Cheech a run for his money. I mean, even though oh, right. everybody like everybody talked about him losing the fight, like who the fuck's got the balls to challenge Luigi <laughs> to a fight, let alone even give him a run for it. Right. Like, like he didn't get knocked down. Even when teams are finishing their checks against us, when you see them like making a run up to like Johnny Gaudreau on the against the wall, they turn. They just turn. They, they don't they don't get like much within a foot of them if if the puck's like away from them at that point you know some people even when the puck's already played they're still gonna slam you just because I mean, nope. they can right <laughs> not with now with him now now they have I've seen people kind of pick on some of the rookies this year you know specifically Johnson um, he's kind of a little bit skinny yet you know and uh, man. But they step up when time is needed. So, um, and to and, you know, this Ken Jansen being smaller thing is that that's, a, that's something that the Blue Jackets told him going into uh, the off, last off season before this season started. And to his credit, he listened and he did gain some weight. He's up like five or 10 pounds. So he did do some of that. Yes, there's still some room to go to gain more weight, but he did listen to the blue jackets and gain some weight so he's able to play better and take some yeah. i saw he gained what like nine pounds of muscle over the summer or something yeah and gaining nine pounds of muscle is quite a lot i mean right no. comparatively jake bean did the same thing the blue jackets told jake Bean the same thing that you need to put on some weight and sure enough he did he had a cat a diet that was like over seven thousand like seven thousand calories a day and worked out at the gym and exercise and, you know, he put on some weight. So both the two, uh, Ken Johnson and Jake Bean's credit, the Blue Jackets told them put on weight and they did. Man, I also want to give a about yesterday, Krill Marchenko, there's that one, sh- he's been so good for the Blue Jackets, but in the game against the Capitals in the first period, there was one shift that really stood out to me. There's multiple times there's a puck, puck battle along the boards and a bunch of it where he just, using his size to out-muscle them and win and keep the puck in and get some more chances shot on goal. And that's just like, if he, and he's a, and he's a big guy himself, so if like he gets to that point to where he can figure out that, hey, I'm a bigger guy and I can use that size to my advantage, he's already got the shot with the size. That could just be great to see in a huge 
threat to, you know, other teams. Yep. Well, so get back to trades here a little bit. There are a couple guys here we have not mentioned, um, you know, who are RFAs, which is, you know, restricted free agent as well. Uh, one, I mean that that being uh, Olivier and uh, the brand new guy we haven't even seen play yet on our team, Lane Pedersen. Um, we just claimed on waivers recently. Uh, immigration issues are is what keeping Pedersen from getting yep. because he can't get his visa. So, I mean, here's a question for you: for for bringing another center, yet another center. That's what his position is is listed at on Cat Friendly. Um, why? Um, right-handed center. Oh, yeah. Well, the Blue Jackets, are rare to come by. Yeah, and the Blue Jackets need help at center, so he's a center. So help. the Can- the Canucks were really highly of him. Twitter had like a meltdown the second that he was claimed by us. They were like, <laughs> "What? You mean you mean to tell me that they put him on waivers?" So, like, what do you think? Could that be a replacement for Roslovic or in addition to Roslovic? Because Rosie's our other right-handed center, right? Right. I say it's in addition until we see what happens with Roslovic because he could be dealt. I mean, and that's the uh, – some has yeah. another year on his contract. Yeah, yet, like you know, it doesn't sure. have to be this – doesn't have to even be – this trade deadline off season, it could be next trade deadline or next off season when we see him go. Oh, Bayrou, there's a UFA as well. I mean, he's he only has a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar cap hit. But. I I shit on Bayrou and give him a hard time, but you know, if they want to give him another contract, why the hell not? He he is what I've said this about uh, Gavin Bayreuther is that he's a good soldier, a good depth defenseman. If you need someone to play, whether it be in the Monsters or the Blue Jackets, he does it and doesn't complain. And there's times for the Blue Jackets where he doesn't play for like five, ten games, and he doesn't complain about it. But that moment he needs someone to play, he gets in there and he does it. And to me, it's very reminiscent of what the Blue Jackets had was Scott Harrington. He was a similar type of role, a good depth defenseman. If you needed someone to play, he'd go in there and play. And, you know, if there are times where he didn't play for like five, ten games, even as long as like 20, but when you needed him to play, he went in there and played, and he was a good soldier that did a good job. It is good to have depth. I don't think we're going to see him. Like, as long as everyone's healthy, like, I don't think we'd see him as much. No. You know? Um and he, he's got a very small cap hit. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep him for like the monsters or whatever. I don't, uh, I mean, he's 28 years old. I'm not sure by this point, you know, he's like could make a good bundle for something. I mean, I don't know. It'd be kind of a weird person to bundle him. They, I mean, he more likely get traded amongst the AHL circuit, right? I mean, I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, just some, just, some trade stuff to think about man it's um like i said with nyquist even i mean we could see him gone even with the injury i mean this the first i heard about the injury i'm like oh shit there goes his trade value there goes right, right. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to resign him or something which no no big deal i like gus nyquist i think he's a fantastic player but um you know he is a ufa and it would suck to have someone like him just walk or whatever i mean um it would that would just be a a big fat bummer. But yeah, I just want to point out Bayreuther. Uh, he has UFA listed here. Um, Can man. I spread some Trey Fix Wolanski propaganda? I, fuck yeah, dude. I, <laughs> dude. Honestly, okay. So I, I mean, I I I really love Trey Fix Wolanski. I am not sure why we don't see much more of him. I think like maybe like if if he had a couple games in a row in the NHL, I think he would really be able to like, show. I'm I went when I went up to go watch that game against Laval. I mean, dude looked like McDavid for us. Like just the way he was handling the puck, he looks confident. I mean, I'm just saying like even though Nyquist may be traded, I think that's not necessarily a bad thing because we have so many guys fighting for so many roster spots right. and. Trey's gonna be Trey's an NHL player, and we're wasting his time if he plays another full year with the Monsters next season. In my opinion, 
And I think in my opinion, in regards to Trey Fix Wolanski, you look at his time in juniors in the Mon in the junior leagues when he was with the Edmonton Oil Kings, he's put in a big, you know, big point, mm -hmm. big time points, you know, ridiculously a huge amount of points, goals, assists, points, whatnot. And then, you know, he was he's doing similar things with the monsters, but then it just comes to okay, where are you going to put him with the Blue Jackets? Who are you going to take out? You're not going to take out Line A or Jenner or Gattrall. You're not going to take out Chinakov or Kent Johnson. Yeah, it's going to be one of those lower guys. Or, That's the you know, issue. You know you're, or you're not going to take Earth Sillinger or a bunch of other people. You know, it's like mm -hmm. he, he just – I think that's his issue is that he fits – he fits probably that first line, second line thing, but where the Blue Jackets currently are, he doesn't necessarily fit that. And it probably, for mm -hmm. now, it probably just makes sense for him to keep him down in Cleveland. Well, not, well I'm not saying for this season. Minute, like First line, like, second line minutes, and then if there's an open spot, then maybe bump him up there. And which is why I felt that about Marchenko. People say, oh, bring up Marchenko. It's like, well, before all these injuries and stuff where he got his chance to right now, he's basically first line, second line guy. It would have been a similar thing where he's a first line, second line guy. And if he was at the blue jackets at the time, he probably would have played third or fourth line and that doesn't really do him no good. So keep him down in Cleveland. But now that, you know, we got all these injuries and stuff, he's given the chance with the first line, second line, and he's done great. I think the only concern with Trey is his size. That's probably right. why he's not here. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. But I'm thinking in the future. And we have a trade my wingers. Yeah. Yep. Like that's the issue. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe Trey. Trey could also be a trade piece as well, considering how well he's played in Cleveland so far. Yeah. Maybe he'd see some more time on like uh, – like the ducks or something or yeah like i'd hate uh, to see it happen but like if he's not going to get a shot with us like i'm saying he he's going to need yeah. to get a shot somewhere next year because he's he's that good and that's what the blue jackets did when they got matt duchene they had top prospects of Vitaly abramoff and jonathan davidson you know that you know, they're both playing good they had like you know davidson he was playing good over in sweden then he came for the for the monsters he's playing good over there abramoff was up in the junior league up in Quebec, and he played pretty good over there and then played pretty good for the Monsters. And those guys probably would have been better suited for higher roles in the lineup for the Blue Jackets. But, again, there's a similar things like, who are you going to take out for that? And so when they got Duchesne, they used both Vitaly Abramoff and Jonathan Davidson to get Matt Duchesne. So you are absolutely right, Owen, that Trey Fix Wolanski could absolutely be used in a similar uh, situation like that, you know, trade. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I guess here's a couple other things to think about, especially talking about, you know, Nyquist and Gabby and whatnot. Nyquist is 33 years old. Um, so is someone going to want to offer him seven, even five year contract? I doubt it. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, I don't want to see him out of the NHL. I think he's got many years left in him. I mean, probably, I by many, I mean, honestly, like, what, three, four at the max? I mean, you could, he could play the 40, sure. I, I don't know. It just depends. I guess it depends if any more injuries are going to happen like this. You know, it's going to depend. I mean, uh, it's literally only two years older than me, and I find that ridiculous even thinking about like beginning to like, to, like stop like doing something, right? That I love. But, you, we could see. I mean, that might just weigh on some people's mind, some, you know, people's, uh, some teams as well. Um, whereas, like, uh, Gabrikovs, he's, he's 27, so he could feasibly sign, you know, seven-year contract or something yeah. like that. That could be, like, for somebody. Uh, Beirut, I mentioned earlier, he's 28. Um, man, I hope Voracek comes back. Oh, my God. I think we're stacked with wingers, especially right wingers. But mm -hmm. damn it, if I if I don't want to see that guy play another season for us, at least one, at least one more. Hey, Sean Butcher, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it as always. 
take care of yourself. See y'all uh, later. Have a swagtastic night, y'all. <laughs> Swag. Um, yeah, a couple other people to think about here too. I mean, like Eric Robinson. Um, damn it, I just closed cap friendly again. Okay, here we go. He scored a goal, and you know he actually didn't miss the net. Oh, I mean, he's <laughs> he's tenth on on points with the Blue Jackets. I mean, he's above. Realistically, he's above. Bemstrom. I guess Robinson has 44 games for us played. I didn't realize that. Damn. Okay. Robbie. Recently, Robinson has had some games where he scored some goal, actually scored some goals and didn't miss the nets. Like, all right, good for you. You're, you're getting better at that. I mean, he's only got one year on his contract. He's got $1.6 million cap hit. I mean, that could be feasibly a a decent trade piece as well. Uh, if someone's willing to take that $1.6 million cap hit, that's, mm-hmm. that's not, I mean, I my personal opinion, I hope he gets slept on cause I love him for penalty kill and um, <laughs> board so battles, bad. but we'll see. Oh, hey, it's not Mark about him doesn't... wanting to come back. No, no, he started, <laughs> he, he started here. He started in Columbus. He was drafted by Columbus. This only fitting that he ends, ends it here. Hartsey, yeah. Hartsey just wants Voracek back. Oh, right on. Oh, a Philly fan, <laughs> gross, huh? I got it. <laughs> Please give him back. Nah, you can you can keep Cam. They're both playing the same amount this year. That's mean. I don't even know. I don't mean that to be mean. It's just they. It's isn't it weird that they got traded for each other and like both of them can't play this season. Just kind of weird. Rip. Kind of weird. Um, you know, with so many of the guys from the Monsters coming up this year and playing for the Blue Jackets and showing off their skills and everything, I really honestly think they could become some trade pieces as well. They've shown what they can do. And maybe they might interest some other teams. Uh you know, it is what it is. Uh, dude, okay, so I can't wait to see Lane Pedersen play. I don't really know much about him at all, but I, I'm really curious just to uh, having a new guy at this point in the season. Really? That's strange. Um, this is, but this time of year where the Blue Jackets current, currently are, it's basically an, an audition. You're not only auditioning for a spot for now, but if you play good enough, you could – have a spot theoretically for next season, whether that be for the Blue Jackets or a different team. And that's ever, and that's goes for everyone. So I'm gonna end on this. This little discussion about this, real quick. Uh, what if Gavrikov and Corpusalo both just got paid more and got contracts they wanted? Even if Gavrikov got paid more, do you think like it? He that's hasn't accepted a contract yet. So does he want to be here? Honestly, I think it really comes down to, it, it, you know, he Gavrikov wants more money and he deserves it. But you totally, have, it, he does. He's been a good player for the Blue Jackets, so good, so fun to watch. Um, but you have to consider this: that the Blue Jackets have some defensive prospects that will be here, whether it be, you know, next season or the following season. Guys such like David Yurichek, Corson Kuhlman, Stanislav. Luka Del Belbuas, yes. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, David Yurchak, Stanislav Sposal, of course, and Kuleman, Rasavi, you know, Stanislav. You, know, you got all these guys that are going to be here. So eventually, you're going to have to save money for these guys. So, you know, you yeah. want Gavrikov on your team, but you may just have to say thanks, but no thanks with Gavrikov yeah. or some of these guys. Dude. You know who got brought up this year that I was the most disappointed in from the Monsters? Billy Sweezy. I wanted to see him out on NHL ice. I thought he did, he plays his heart out for the Blue Jet for the Monsters, right? And I just wanted to see him. He he was he wasn't even in the game ever, not once. I don't think he got a single minute on the ice. Damn. He may have played some preseason games for the Blue Jets. He played preseason, preseason, I think. But so yeah. did okay. So real quick, do you guys remember? Um, 
What, what? Oh my God! The guy that got knocked out in the preseason game. Oh, Ben, uh, oh, ben Harper. Ben Harper. Yeah. Okay. So he played for us preseason. He got knocked, knocked the fuck out. We said, "See you, dude. Sorry, we don't want you." And he went and got signed like a three-year contract to what, like the Rangers or something. Yeah, yeah and he's playing pretty decent. It's, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of sad though. I mean, I, I thought with the heart he showed of getting knocked out, like honestly, because it happened. I got like tickets for that for I can't exactly say for free, but though, um, and I was sitting like right at ice level. And he was right in front of me when he got knocked out, and oh, it was it was kind of gross to watch, honestly. But yeah. I was like, "Damn, that guy deserves a spot just for that." And then, like, he got released like right before Bye. the season started. Like, damn, that's I thought I was like, "Damn, that's got to be rough." So maybe he just hit up some training real quick and somehow and like just like tried his ass off for the Rangers. I think it was a PTO. It was a, it PTO. Yeah, it was a PTO. Yeah. For like Harper yeah. or something, I don't forget. But well, we've yeah, definitely run over our forty-five minute. I'm gonna, Sorry, continue. I'm gonna quickly read the updated list of who's won the Kepi so far this season. Good way to end. So, uh, this is if you want to see the full list yourself, just go to Union Blue Soldiers on Twitter. It's there, or Instagram, and so on and so forth. Anyways, these are the players that have won the Blue Jacket. Uh, the Blue Jackets players have won the Kepi so far this season. Nick Blankenberg, Johnny Gaudreau, Danilo Tarasov, Jonas Corposalo, Vladislav Gavrikov, Sean Corrali, Danil Tarasov, Jonas Corposalo, Vladislav Gavrikov, Krill Marchenko, Jonas Corposalo, Krill Marchenko, Patrick Vine, <laughs> Gustav Nyquist, and Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson is, yeah. is the latest one to get the cappy because he scored the game-winning goal in overtime okay. last Wednesday against the Oilers in Edmonton. A great shot, a beautiful shot by Kent Johnson. Not quite the whole team. Uh, <laughs> Rick the whole team. <laughs> uh, because, okay, and here's why. Um, one, half the team that would normally win it is injured. Two, we've only won like 20-some games, right? <laughs> what? Shout out Kirill 14. Marchenko. 14 games, but... And, and and the whole thing about the Kepi, it's really just subjective. It's really about the 15. play. Back. We've won 15 games. 15, 15. Um, it's really subjective because it's really about the player, the player that has the Kepi felt on the player that has the Kepi on, on he feels who had the game, the best game that game. And but but sometimes there are so obvious things that just no matter what, you have to give the Kepi to that person. Example, like Kromarchenko has a four-goal night. It's like, yeah, well, you kind of have to give the Kepi to him. Right. You know, Patrick Lyon has a hat trick. It's like, well, again, you kind of have to give the Kepi to him. You know, that last a, one, though. An overtime winner. You kind of have to do uh, Okay, here's the thing. So, you got the OT winner. I think, I think if Corpy hadn't won it as recently as he did, dude, Corpy earned that that night. He did. He was just he, he was on one. I don't know what like I, what happened. He was just there and like locked in. I mean, you shut I down. Think the... I think it's because it was Kent Johnson's first ever first ever goal in overtime. I think that's what kind of tipped it. In oh, sleeper. also the last time he was in that arena was Johnson Arena. Yep. Or, or not Johnson shit. Whatever Rogers. Edmonton's Rogers. Yeah. Okay, Rogers. The last time he was there, he scored the game-winning goal for Canada. For Canada. Yep. In OT, right? They were in yep. OT at the time. Yep. So like, it was just destiny. And so I don't say I'm not saying he doesn't deserve the Kepi. I'm just saying Jonas had a good, uh, good run for it there himself. No, I agree. He had a great game that day. But all right, so we're gonna wrap it up here. Bjork uh, Swag, you wanna like shout, shout yourself out on Twitter or like? You know, say hi to anybody. Yeah. Say say what's up. You show no. something. Um, like a- shout out, yeah, my Twitter Bjork Swag, Bjork Swag Two. If you want to follow that one, I, actually, I think oh, I deactivated Bjork Swag Two. Um, Gary Bettman's Cum Sock is also a funny one. Oh, that's you, huh? <laughs> okay, it's me and me and uh, Killer Beast Wyan run that one. All right, all right, um, I like it. 
But shout out um, all my boys, Wyan, Hartsy. Uh, let's go, Christopher. Uh, we got out and about my boy, Bystander. We got man, there's so many of us. William we has got Nico, Nico, William. Yeah, all of us, the crew, <laughs> the squad, Bjork squad. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh. So, do you like beer? Do you like the beef jackets? <laughs> then <laughs> you should try Union Soldier, the new Blue Jackets themed beer by Union Blue Soldiers and Endeavor Brewing. Available at our bar for four bucks a can. Whose bar? Our bar. That's right. Our and bar. our bar for four bucks a can and a whole bunch of other places in Columbus, plus a bunch of other stores in the Columbus slash Columbus area. You can go to Endeavor Brewing and get a four pack or a case. Owen did that. I've done that. You Bjork can do Your mom, never mind. You, you can do that. You can you can do that too. So check out Union Soldier, a fun Blue Jackets themed beer uh, that Union Blue Soldiers has teamed up with Endeavor Brewing. And of course, you know, gotta check out Union Blue Soldiers. Check that out on all social media platforms. We are a cool Blue Jackets themed group that does marches and the blue jackets have done marches with us we've been featured on tv radio internet and so much more so check out union blue soldiers dope it's a lot of shit it is um all right well thank you all for joining us for another blue jackets that's how i'm just signing off uh so thank you all once again for joining us for another brew jackets episode if you're on the audio i really appreciate it uh if you want to find us on audio you can find us at pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts uh anywhere literally uh thanks all for the comments from youtube and 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 twitch even though i had to i banned that guy and uh yeah take care everyone uh, my name is lance uh check me out i'm a hefty duck everywhere you can find me online and we will see you all Okay, so actually, real quick, uh, Saturday and Sunday, um, we're going to be over at the uh, THPN YouTube, and we're going to be uh, doing a live watch party for the All-Star Skills Competition and uh, the All-Star Game on Sunday. So join us for that. It's going to be a fun time. I'll be posting the link on Twitter, so make sure you follow us uh, at BrewJacketsPod on Twitter, and have yourselves a wonderful day or night. Whenever you watch, listen, watching, whenever you absolutely fucking swag tastic time, yeah, whatever time of day it is. So-